Good afternoon, C3 Metro Manila community and anyone else who may be tuning in. Welcome to our digital service slash podcast. We're really glad that you could join us today. Um, so today, Jillian is going to be leading us into the practice of laments, uh, which consists of the naming and the navigating through personal pain or loss or even longing for God and even for human suffering uh, for those around us. Um, in our community, our families, or in our nation. Um, this is significant, especially considering everything that's happening here and abroad. Um, many would say that this discipline is detox or hygiene for the soul. So um, as, as we deepen our faith, as we journey in our spiritual growth, this is an essential practice to implement um, into, our, into our rhythms. Uh, before we get into it, why don't I just pause for a prayer? Father God, we just thank you for another day. We thank you uh, for this opportunity to gather, um, at least um, digitally. We just invite you into this place. We invite your spirit um, uh, uh, into this service. Um, we pray for your presence, Father. Um, May you just move. Uh, may you speak to us, Father. Your people are here gathered. I pray that you just tune our ears to, to the leading of your Spirit. Reorient our hearts and our minds to what it is that you want to speak to us today. We offer up this service. We offer up this time to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Open my eyes, 
Well, hello C3 fam. I'm glad that you can join us for service today. I hope you're all doing well in spite of everything that's happening in the Philippines and around the globe. I pray that you are finding peace and comfort in God's presence on your quiet time, your day-to-day tasks, or even when you're spending time with family and loved ones. November is about to end, so brace yourselves. I'm telling you, you'll start to see um, recaps about 2020 on your social media feeds. And it goes without saying that this year has been tough for all of us. It's a season of loss, of, of grieving, of confusion, and endless challenges. In the Philippines, we started 2020 with a bang, literally, with the eruption of Taal Volcano. Then weeks after, we found that coronavirus has already reached our country and WHO um, pronounced that the virus is now a global pandemic. After that, we lost a basketball legend, a hero to many of us. Then the lockdown happened and everything seemed to spiral down after that. Just last week, we saw the aftermath of Typhoon Ulysses, of how it devastated our provinces like Tugigarao and Cagayan Valley. By the way, thanks again for everyone who donated and sent their tithes and offering. Um, last week, our church community was able to contribute a total of 20,000 pesos to Joseph Feeding Mission's ongoing relief efforts around the zone. You may check these updates on Facebook. Um, and let's continue to pray for our Kababayans who were affected by the typhoon. And let's pray for environmental justice to be enacted as well. So yeah, that's our 2020 recap. I'm sorry, I don't mean to be a downer, but we did have some wins this year, like the way that like the Lakers winning the NBA ch- championship or Beyonce dropping a visual album. And also, we are starting to see a light at the end of this tunnel with Pfizer and Moderna's vaccine that should be available to the public soon. So with all of these um, happenings, this emotional roller coaster that we're all experiencing, how are you doing? How are you feeling? Have you done a self-check lately? Have you asked yourself, Well, this week I invite you all to reflect and do a soul detox through the spiritual practice of lament. And so with that, please turn your Bibles with me to Lamentations 1, 17-22, and I'll be reading from the NRSV. Zion stretches out her hands, but there is no one to comfort her. The Lord has commanded against Jacob that his neighbors should become his foes. Jerusalem has become a filthy thing among them. The Lord is in the right, for I have rebelled against his word. But hear all you people, and behold my suffering. My young women and young men have gone into captivity. I called to my lovers, but they deceived me. My priests and elders perished in the city while seeking food to revive their strength. See, O Lord, how distressed I am. My stomach churns. My heart is wrong within me. 
because I have been very rebe rebellious. In the street, sword bereaves. In the house, it is like death. They heard I was groaning with no one to comfort me. All, all of my enemies heard my trouble. They are glad that you have done it. Bring on the day that you have announced and let them be as I am. Let all their evil doings come before you and deal with them as you have dealt with me because all of my transgressions for my groans are many and my heart is faint. Just a background, the Book of Lamentations is composed of five poems that reflect on the fall of Jerusalem in the hands of Babylon. The unknown author creatively narrates their siege and the suffering of the people throughout these five chapters or poems. It's like a memorial from the pain of the destruction of Jerusalem. The first poem, which its latter part we just read, was written in the point of view of a widow, Lady Zion, who couldn't find help from anyone, not even from God. Yet, she still waits for God to move. Lamentations 2, or the, second, um, or the second poem, tells the story of how Jerusalem fell to sin and how this led to their fall in experiencing God's wrath. Then the poet um, calls on to Yahweh to have compassion. The third one is written in the point of view of a man borrowing phrases from um, from the laments of Job, the psalmist, and the prophet Isaiah. His lament ended with worship saying that he's putting his trust in the Lord whose steadfast love lasts forever. Chapter 4 contrasts the past prosperity of Jerusalem as a thriving city with their current situation as they suffer in exile. Then the poem ends with a hopeful note which basically says, this too shall pass. The last poem, or Lamentations 5, is unique. It's written as a communal prayer. Biblical scholars point out that the first four poems have a very distinct structure or poetry measure, yet this, this pattern seems to be missing on the fifth one. It is as if the poet was overwhelmed by emotions that the words were in chaos. These words, however, were to give voice to every voiceless people of Israel, begging God to not abandon them. So, what exactly is a lament? As mentioned earlier, lamenting can be seen throughout Scripture, especially in the Old Testament. And some of the rawest laments can be found in the Psalms. According to Christian writer Sung Chan Ra, laments are, prayer are, are prayers of petition arising out of need. It's not just a list of complaints or merely expressing sadness over difficult times, but it's a liturgical response or a religious rite of a community coming into terms of the reality of their suffering. A lament engages God into context of one's pain and troubles, and and there is um, there's a theme of hope in lamenting, and that is believing that God would respond to human suffering, 
We see this in the book of Lamentations as well as in the laments of Job and Isaiah. Unfortunately, this practice seems to be forgotten in our local churches today. Many people prefer the feel-good messages and focusing only on the good. But if, but if we, but if we miss out on processing our grief of lamenting the practice of naming and navigating our personal pain, loss, and longing for God, then we will also miss out on recognizing God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit working through in our pain. We'd miss out on the Spirit moving us to cry out for justice and welfare of others. We'd miss out on remembering that Jesus came to us as fully God and fully human, who did not exempt himself from human suffering. Church, if we if we skip lamenting this year, then our grief and our collective pain will be left unprocessed. Our wounds won't heal. It'll be difficult for us to recognize true joy and shalom when all of this has passed. As we come together as a church community, voicing out our pain, confusion, protesting injustices, listening to one another, I promise you, we'd be more aware of God's presence right here and right now. We'll see the presence of God as C.S. Lewis puts it, the presence of God that shouts in our pain. And, and even if our gathering is just online for now, or what I, I prefer to call a gathering in the Spirit, our act of coming together to lament as a community is an act of faith, knowing that our God is moved by compassion and mercy for His people. Church, lament is like cleansing for our soul as we release everything to God who we know is in control. Now, how do we lament? Well, it's as easy as praying or writing a piece of whatever it is that is troubling us in this season. Bible scholars point out that, um, that a lament usually has five elements which we can incorporate in our own practice. The first element is address, which confirms our lament is a prayer directed to God. Second is complaint, the naming and describing of our problems. Third is request, our proof of relationship with God and how we come to understand His loving, His loving character and mercy. And fifth is praise, our confession of trust in God's assurance of help. So as we, as we all pray to lament throughout the week, notice how these five elements will arise in your prayers. Notice how you name and, and describe the complaints in our community. See how your pain shouts a longing for God's saving presence. Pay attention to how you're requesting God to respond to this crisis. Notice how you confess your praises to a loving and merciful God despite of your situation. As the poet says in Lamentation 3, For the Lord will not reject forever. Although he causes grief, he will have compassion. According to the abundance of his steadfast love, 
for he does not willingly afflict or grieve anyone. I learned to learned how to lament very seriously in the first two months of the lockdown. I started to lament every Tuesday morning after learning about our national briefings, how many people have already contracted the virus, how our health workers who served tirelessly yet only received very little compensation. I continue to lament over the statistics that tell us how many people have already lost their jobs or for some have already lost loved ones. I lamented over um, our public servants who continue to oppress people who they sworn to serve and protect, how our public funds have been mishandled. I lamented over the killing of indigenous people and church workers who were wrongfully red tagged. I lamented over the overwhelming injustices that are laid before us. And out of anguish, I cried out to God, asking Him, how much longer should we suffer? And if there's any point to this pain? To me, I realized that it's not enough that we only pray for things to be better or that this nightmare of a year will just end and we can just move on. I realize that there is a need for pointing out our pain and presenting our pain before God. I learned that it's okay to express our frustrations and anger before Him because it reminds us that we do have a parent-to-child relationship with God. Lamenting, lamenting gave me the confidence that God can take our pain as He also suffered the most excruciating pain on the cross. In my prayers as I lament, I could hear God almost audibly asking me how I feel about all of these. As I lament, I ask God to move, and then I would often feel the Spirit enlightening me on how I can participate in God's movement. And so Church, I encourage you to, to reflect and lament this week. Name your troubles, describe your pain, ask God to move and see how He will reveal to you and how you can participate in His restorative work. What I like about these laments in the Bible is that it says a lot of truth about God just as much as it tells us the truth about our humanity. These laments tell us that God recognized the need for sacred dignity to every human suffering. These laments are cries of real people suffering from real pain and trauma. And what's amazing about this is these cries have also become God's word and truth in the Bible. Let me repeat that. These cries have also become God's word in the Bible. 
So, so just to recap, a lament is a prayer of petition to God that arouses from a need. Lamenting enables us to to name and navigate our personal pain, loss, and longing for God. Lamenting is also an invitation for a community to take on a liturgical response and voice out the pain and suffering of others. Lament brings us hope. And lastly, lament is a cleansing for our soul as we find confidence in God. So church, I hope that you take this week to really reflect and purge out your pain, your frustration, or even your anger as you realize what has been lost or what, what is needed to be restored. Present all of this to God. Ask Him to open your eyes so that you may see how He is moving and working to make things better for you, your family, and your community. And I pray that at the end of this week, your strength will be renewed as we all continue to hope in Yahweh. And I'd like to end this message with a reading from Lamentations 3, 16 to 26. It goes, He has made my teeth grind on gravel and made me cower in ashes. My soul is bereft of peace. I have forgotten what happiness is. So I say, Gone is my glory and all that I hope for from the Lord. The thought of my affliction and my homelessness in wormwood and gall. My soul continually thinks of it, but is bowed down within me. But this I call to mind and therefore I have hope. I have hope. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I will hope in Him. The Lord is good to those who waited for Him, to the soul that seeks Him. It is good that one should wait quietly, for the salvation of the Lord. Let's pray. Abba Father, we come to you. We come to you as your children, crying. You know our pain. You know our suffering. You know our worries. You know what we've been through. And Lord, we are tired from the injustices that are laid before us. We are tired of those who are powerful, who continue to oppress our fellow men. We are tired of endless afflictions in this country. We are tired of brokenness. We are tired of calamities. We are tired of not having enough.
never get tired of calling your name, of shouting out to you. But we pray that you come, come and make us aware of your saving presence. Lord, we demand injustices to end right now. Lord, we demand that the killings and attacks of indigenous people end right now. Lord, we demand for justice to to be made realized in our country. Or we demand for accountability. Remind us, Lord, of your love, of your mercy, of how you walk among us, to be with us, to share our pain and our suffering. Remind us that you are creator and redeemer and you're making all things new. Renew our strength because, Lord, we are tired and we long for change and we long and we long for a glorious morning to dawn before us. We long for hope to spring. May your spirit breathe in life to us. In Christ we pray. Amen. Amen. Wow, what a, a genuine and deep and heartfelt prayer. Uh, an actual immense um an actual cry out to God. I hope you guys were touched by Jillian's message and that prayer as well. Um, and I hope that you learned about the practice of lament. Um, and I hope that you implement it into your, your uh, spiritual practices. Um, so yeah, that concludes our service for today. Um, again, I wanna thank uh, all of you who uh, donated either gave of your tithes and offerings or uh, donated in general um, to our initiative last week um, to help those in need, uh, to those who were affected by Typhoon Ulysses. Um, if you'd like to uh, donate again, um, you may do so. We have the, the 
platforms, the various platforms in which you can give to our ministry. Um, we have Gcash, PayPal, or directly into our Union Bank account. And again, if anybody of you, if any of you are new to this community and you'd like to connect with someone, uh, feel free to reach out to us via, via our social media platforms. Um, and we'll be more than happy to connect with you as soon as possible. And again, thank you for joining us today. I hope you guys have a blessed week. Grace and peace to you all.